you for being here. Thank you for being you. We are super excited that you were joining us here on the show. And our next speaker, oh my God, I cannot wait. This is gonna be so much fun. If you've ever wondered what a gangsta is, we're gonna talk about what it is, what it isn't, and how to be good and get out of the hood with my friend, Lisa Courtney. So without further ado, Lisa, would you join me in the studio? I am so excited, yay. All right, say something. Yeah. <laughs> Let's check on your volume, darling. Oh. Woo! There we go. I can hear you now. <laughs> can, can you tell that there is a special relationship with my daughter and the and, and oh look at you playing around. All right. So Lisa, I'm thank you for making the time to be here. I really appreciate that. So as we get started, I want you to share just where this concept of gangsta came from. Because when I think, yo, know, I mean, I've got the old movies in my mind. I think of gangsters. And then I think of attitude and inner city with this concept of gangsta. And I do think about somebody being in a hood and all the things that that might imply. You don't quite fit that mental image for me. So how did Gangsta come into your world? Oh, man. Are we starting from the beginning or what good Gangsta is all about? You can start anywhere you want to. You get to, you. I'm, I'm turning over control. Oh, heaven help me. I am turning over control of the show to a Gangsta. Yo, hang on, people. I did promise the ride would get more interesting from here. Go ahead. Okay. It's on a journey. Talk, okay, so good gangsta. Let's see. Um, so I've had my share of stuff going on in my life. I've had several dismantlings, but throughout my story, I've always tried to remain positive. And um, I, I am a suicide survivor. I've tried to not be here five times. And at some point I had to say, okay, I have some, I'm meant to be here. I'm here, I have a purpose. So um, I created a brand called Good Gangsta and it's about doing good and being good makes you feel good. And I sort of, I wanted it to be an urban clothing line. And so it is sort of targeted to teens and 20 somethings. Uh, so I wanted it to, you know, it's about being positive, staying positive, remaining positive. But I wanted it to talk more to, so I made it urban. So it would be a little bit more talking to the younger generation, if you will. It's a little on the edgy side. And I love that about you. I'm going to touch on something that you hit about feeling good. What is it, Lisa, that made this so powerful for you? about feeling good, about helping people understand that they could have a choice about that? So I mean, what I talk about is, so my, my mind can be a dark neighborhood. And for a very long time, I stayed in that hood, that place of negativity. Um, and I call it the hood and it's referring to victimhood because I sat in that space. I had a traumatic childhood. Um, I, uh, my husband had an affair and left and I was one, my babies were one and two. 
Um, I had a dismantling during the recession where I lost everything. I was homeless, I was jobless, um, and I had low self-esteem. And so, all right, what was the question? <laughs> That's okay, you were taking us there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you back to, okay, because here's the deal. Homeless, jobless, spouseless, you said something about self-esteem less. So everything that people take for granted in their lives was gone. Yep. How good did you feel? I did not feel good at all. And it was a struggle to get out of my, it was just a struggle to wake up. I, I checked out of society. I checked out of life because I, I had, I felt like I had no purpose. I had no job to go to. I didn't have a house anymore. And I sat in depression for a period of time. So the opposite of depression is feeling good. Absolutely. Because that's what this concept was about. You made this your mission to inspire people to take control of their hood. Yeah. And it's not about geography, it's about the internal landscape. Absolutely. So what is it that changes in the brain in this conversation that people have with themselves when they put on an outfit that is, I'm a gangster and I'm good? Okay, right, let's well- just, Let's just get this gangster, everybody with me here. Let's get this gangster attitude here. Let's get the shoulders back. Let's get a little swagger. I'm a gangster and I'm good. Yeah. Well, well, let's just talk first about mindset. So because I spoke negatively about myself, I was constantly criticizing myself as my situation. You know, it's a mindset. And I know there have been several panelists that have talked to that mindset. And I had a negative mindset. And happiness is a choice. Um, what we put in our minds is a choice. What we put in our bodies is a choice. And it was almost like I had this epiphany, like, I'm choosing to put poison in my mind. I'm choosing to say the things in my mind that were sometimes taught as a child, the programs that I learned at a very young age that weren't my programs. And so it's an intention that I have to do every day to tell myself good things, be positive, move forward. Um, now I am gonna say, I know what my purpose is and, and that is to lift people up no matter where I find myself. And my purpose. Whoa, 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 slow that puppy down. Your purpose is to lift people up no matter where you find yourself. Lisa, that's a pretty powerful purpose. Thanks. Whoa, that puts everything in a slightly different perspective. Cool. Okay. Sorry I interrupted, but that no, was worth highlighting. Go ahead. <laughs> So, you know, for years, I'm like, what, what is mine to do? What, you know, my, when I was looking at my job, what should I be, what should I do as a job? And then I came to the conclusion that my purpose is not my job, right? Mm. And my purpose is why am I here? What is my mission? What is my why, right? What is my why? And so moving forward, I mean, um, first of all, I'm just gonna say, pardon me if I bounce all over the place. This year, everyone has said 2020 sucks and i held the intention that it would not suck and that it did not suck and it has not sucked um again this is mindset it's it's my intention and again going back to my purpose so i try to lift i try to set 
create an um, impression of increase no matter where I find myself. Um, I try to make people joyous, laugh, happy. I do it with, I have three creative businesses. Um, and one of them, of course, is Good Gangsta. So. All right, so we're going to call it what it is because Good Gangsta is less of a business than it is of a calling. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know you well enough to know that, you know, we, yes, it's a clothing line. And it's a clothing line that is designed to inspire a very specific group of people. The people that are living in the hood of victimhood, it is designed to inspire them to choose a different hood to live in. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this is all about the internal landscape and we can call it mindset, we can call it attitude, we can call it the resident uncharted universe. I mean, you know, I'm a, I grew up with Star Trek, you know, where no man has gone before and then where no one has gone before. And it is the internal landscape that is where the game is won or lost, according to great sports coaches. And the same is true in everyday life. So what were the elements that you pulled together to create the image of a good gangster, because I think that the emotional and the visual elements of this are worth exploring because it was very intentional what you created. Okay, so for me, I try, I've always tried my best to remain positive, even when I hit rock bottom. Um, yes, I was depressed. Yes, there were times of suicide, but I still got back up. I still sort of lived in a state of grace. And so Good Gangsta came out of, you know, there's so much negativity in the world, right? And so how to stay positive, how to be positive, how to remain positive, um, how to embrace yourself, embrace who you are. A lot of the thing was, I wasn't embracing who I was. I wasn't embracing my gifts. I was sort of thinking, well, what does society want me to be? You know, I should be doing a nine to five job. I should, you know, you know what? And I'm, I had to ask myself, what is, what is it about me? What do I need to offer? What is mine to offer? What is mine to share? And a lot of it, I, I it's, you know, it's almost, it's inspiring myself and watching my kids. So my kids know what it's like to not have anything. And they're watching me as I grow as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, um, you know, what it means to, um, get up, like get, put your big girl pants on and move forward. And so good gangsta came out of that of, you know, how can you be a good, how can you be good in your life, in your community and your surroundings and in society? And it also came from, for me, when I do good, I, it makes me feel good. And so our tagline is do good, be good, feel good. Um, and when I went for me, when I was get go to a place of depression, I immediately go, how can I serve? Right. And so this brand is about this bit, my business, my purpose, whatever. Um, it's like, how can I serve coming from, from coming from a place of love and service? So a good gangsta is someone who does good. You know, their intention is to hold, like embrace who they are and be who they are, but like, do good. It's like an attitude, right? 
so gangsta, yeah, people go, well, gangsta's bad. I'm like, no, gangsters can be good, right? Gangsters, you know, <laughs> well, they yeah, can, okay. you know? Who says gangsters are bad? Gangsters can be good, right? <laughs> so this, this concept of do good, be good, feel good. And it is about what you do, how you see yourself, how you be in the world, and then how you feel. And when we try to run our lives starting from either end of that, we can get tripped up. And I love the fact that what you put in the middle was just how you are. And that's good enough. And then you can go into both of those other sides of what you do and how you feel. When you put together the actual visualness of this, what were you looking for that would embody that do, be, and feel concept? So I am a, a designer and a writer, um, and I wanted to utilize those skills in a different way. Um, my day job is branding, which I use art and writing. And so with Good Gangsta, um, I wanted it to be, be visually pleasing, a little bit more urban. Um, so I'm gonna ask you to share something with me because I don't know what visually pleasing, what are the elements of something that's visually pleasing? Well, visually pleasing is subjective, right? Yeah. You know, what's visually pleasing to me might not be visually pleasing to someone else. And oh. so, um, you know, I'm known for bright colors, vibrancy, right? Uh, colors, there's a psychology to cover color. Um, so all my, all my products are, they're vibrant, they're colorful, or they have a message. There's a mission, there's a message behind it. Um, so what is the color of getting out of the hood? I mean, you're going to talk to me about the psychology of color. You're going to give me some details here because we all need to know the intention of color in our lives. What's the role of color? And when you were putting this together, this was important to you. And I think it's worth sharing, Lisa, the, what was it about the colors you chose that made you choose them based on what you know? So um, I didn't know I was gonna talk about the psychology of color, but I chose, so the colors, they come from graffiti, right? Uh, which is, I consider to be art, it's street art. And uh, most of the colors are vibrant. And so the magentas, uh, periwinkle blues, neon greens, and these are all happy, cheerful, positive colors, right? Um, so it's, you know, it's an impression of, you know, you want people to feel good, right? You want people to do good. And you said something really that I'm going to highlight because it was like, oh, graffiti colors. What do we know about graffiti? There's an attitude about graffiti. In some instances, it's an attitude of breaking the rules. Which is definitely, I mean, that's where I go. I've always been a rule breaker. Um, you want me to go right, I'm gonna go left. I can, what I call it is a, I'm a square peg in a round hole society, right? And so I used to not embrace my square pegness. I'm like, why can't I fit in anywhere? And now I'm in a place of, I'm embracing the square peg, right? And so um, 
good gangsta is, I think, could also talk to the square pegs, right? I'm a gangsta, but I'm good, right? I'm a gangsta, but I'm good. All right. So being willing to be different. Right. So now a gangsta is different from what we would think of as a mainstream society. And yeah. a gangsta who's willing to be good, to do good, be good, and feel good is also out of step with, if you will, the, the mainstream gangsta, yeah. image, which is not so good. Um, so being willing to be out of step. This, in my mind, is probably one of the most powerful messages we can bring to the world that when you are willing to not be defined by where you live, when you are willing not to be defined by other people who look like you or who have your same background, when you are willing to not be defined by anything outside of your ability to choose what you do, how you are, and how you feel. That's amazing, Lisa, that this is the power that you're put into the intention behind this brand. And it's what you bring to the world. So let's break it down and give people if they wanted to give themselves a chance to sort of bring that energy of good gangsta into their life. Let's give them a couple of step by steps as far as where could somebody start if they wanted to shift that internal dialogue if they wanted to get an attitude. Okay, so you're saying like leaving the hood, leaving the victimhood. <laughs> exactly. Let's take them on the journey out of the hood. We, we could yeah. so write a song. I'm hearing a song, yeah. you know, but, but let's take them on the journey out of that particular hood because that is a really dark, dank place to live in. Yeah. All right. So I, I, we, I, um, I'm part of a group of people called SRT Global, and we start every day with standing up and going, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. And I know that seems weird, but sometimes when you sit and, you know, I used to say I wake up on the wrong side of the head most days, and I'm not saying that anymore. And I, it's like, if I continue to say that to myself, that's what I'm going to feel. And so every day I start, you know, you got to start with positive self-talk, right? And I start with, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. And it immediately changes your vibration. Now, um, you know, you have talked about dancing, right? Like get up, move, dance, right? Get out of that headspace, get out, right? <laughs> get, out get out of that headspace. Yeah. So this is really cool. I'm, and, and so let's get everybody get up and go. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. We'll do the Lisa. Okay, this is now called Doing the Lisa. It is now part of the Suicide Prevention Show. We're going to be doing this on every break. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. There we go. All right. So it, shifts, it shifts your energy. It shifts your vibration, right? You're like, you can't be sad. You can't go into that space of victimhood when you're jumping up going, I'm excited, you know, because it's also anticipating like, oh, my life's awesome. I'm excited, right? There's something great out there. Cool. It's entirely possible that something wonderful is about to happen. It's that kind of energy and I love it. All right. So step one is declare in the morning your emotional state about your life, being excited for life. Cool. Absolutely. All yeah. right. So I got step one called doing the Lisa. <laughs> oh, this is going to be, we're going to have so much fun. Okay. So the other, okay. So when, is like how you dress, right? And I know this sounds crazy, but 
we've all been wearing pajamas and yoga pants. And I've come to Zoom meetings and people are like, you look homeless. And I'm like, I don't want to look homeless. I want to look like, like a badass. So get up and get dressed, right? Get up and get dressed, put the yoga pants away, put the pajamas away, you know, I, and get dressed. Um, and that, that alone changes your attitude. Like when I was in the space of just laying around watching television, eating poison, stuff that wasn't was a, good. There was a way to dress for that. <laughs> that wasn't dressing for success. That wasn't dressing for my future, you know? So yeah, changing your, changing, first changing, you know, the energy right in the morning, then changing what you look like. So we're going to call that, how would someone excited dress? <laughs> you know, well, I mean, it's, I think it's really just that simple. If we start with claiming the energy of the emotion that we want for the day, then asking the question, how would somebody who feels this way dress? Right, right. And, and putting those clothes on, not just answering the question, but actually putting those clothes on. That's going to give me a whole new way of looking at my wardrobe. There might be a closet clean and coming. But, but the other, yes, and that's like a whole other conversation, which is if there are holes in it, if it's old, throw it out, right? That's not a good, that's not a good energy. That's not a good attitude. Oh, yeah. Your clothes don't need to be defining your attitude. There we go. Right. But at the same time, it's, it's like you're embracing who you are. Like for me, I'm wearing leather because I'm, I'm a gangsta, but like, this is, this is who I am. Your gangsta might look very different than my gangsta, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, and my gangsta looks a little different now than it did three years ago, let me tell you. Um, so being willing to allow that evolution, because I think when someone can start their day with doing the Lisa, with, with this attitude of excitement, oh yeah, I'm so going to have fun with you with that, <laughs> um, with this attitude of excitement, that this could have a cumulative effect on their biology. It could have a cumulative effect on their wardrobe. It could have a cumulative effect on how they are perceived in the world. So that one daily practice is a huge shift. So the second one, dressing for that, dressing for the intention, for the attitude that you want to have through the day. I love, I love, that's a great one because I'm all about anything that helps people feel and experience being more in control of their lives, which is, let's face it, the opposite of victimhood. Yep. Okay. okay. The other thing that gets me out of that victimhood space is creativity. Now I have a lot of friends that are creatives and we creatives, we tend to feel things. We tend to be emp empathetic. We feel things deeply, you know, and so for me being creative, that's another thing. Like get, get out of your headspace and go create whatever that looks like for you. Now, for me, I do a lot of different things. I paint, I write, I design clothes. I do graphic design, I cook. But like, what is your, what is your version of creativity? Because when you're creating, you can't be in that headspace of victim. You can't be feeling sorry for yourself because you don't have the love of your life or you don't have the job you want or whatever it is. If you're creating, there's no room for that negative thinking. And so being willing to see yourself as creative is not always the most comfortable place for people. I think it's really rich territory to explore because yeah. you're right. I don't see victimhood as being a place of creativity. There's not a lot going on there energetically. 
So coming out of that, we got the energy, we got the outfit. Now we've got the activity. All right. So we've gone from the energy that gets us out of victimhood, the attitude with the, the outfit. Now we've got the activity. All right. I'm getting this in a line here. <laughs> All right. What's next? Oh my God. What's next? Well, for, I'll just, for me, it's like every day I, I'm, I'm creating. That's, that's what it's like, what feeds your soul. Right. And for me, it's creating whatever, however that looks like I've got to sit down and create. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, I'm going to watch television. I'm going to eat. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go do the things that, you know, make me a bad gangsta. <laughs> okay. So, so we've got the in the hood activities. If you're, Ooh, let, let me run this by you. You tell me if it rings true. If I'm avoiding being creative, I'm volunteering to stay in the hood. Yeah, I would say that's true. Okay. That's going to, that's going to give me some leverage with my clients who say, but I'm not creative. Everyone's creative. Everyone. There's different ways to be creative. Yeah. I and love I the fact that you included cooking because that's how my also, guy is. Not dancing, um, gardening, right? It's not just the arts. It's not just poetry and music and painting. And there's so many ways to create people create in their jobs, problem solving in their jobs. Right. It's just like, what is, what is your expression, you know? Oh, that's really, really important. So a good gangsta would know what their creative expression is. But it's also creativity is, is ongoing, right? It's, 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 uh, however that changes, right? It's creative curiosity. Go create. All right. So I'm putting be curious. No, stay curious. Yeah. Stay curious. That that's what it sounded like to me. And you can, you know, add more or whatever. So that's the attitude. Yep. All right. Now, I, now you know me, I like things in four. So I'm, I'm happy now. We've got the energy of, of I'm excited. We've got the outfit. You know, what's the outfit that is exciting for you to wear? That is, you know, that kind of energy. We've got the activity, go create whatever that means to you. And now we've got the attitude of stay curious. Yeah, because I'll guarantee you that the outfit that excited me last year is probably not going to be the outfit that excites me this year for a number of reasons. (laughs) But I love this idea of staying curious. So, So that adds a lot to it for me. Yeah. Cool. 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 So as we are taking people on this journey, you didn't wait for someone else to give you permission. So I'm just going to call you out because you did not wait for somebody else to give you permission to create good gangsta. I didn't. And it actually um, was originally a different idea. We I started it with a friend of mine on the sidelines of a football field and it was a different name. Um, but she chose to step away from it and I continued to move forward because I truly believed in it. Um, so uh, if a lot of people, I don't know who's on here, but there's a company called Supreme and my kids were spending hundreds of dollars on this company called Supreme. And what we were, were they thinking, buying? what, what were they buying? Cause I don't know. Supreme. Sweatshirts, t-shirts. It's a, 
It's an urban clothing line. Um, okay, so, so your kids were investing in a line. They were investing in this company and, and um, we were like, well, we could do this, but we could do it. It could be a brand with a stand. And so the difference is 10% of all profits of our clothes go to causes we believe in, um, including the ACLU, the NAACP, the Suicide Prevention Society, and then the Teen Suicide Prevention Society, and then also um, the National Organization for Homelessness. And that's largely in part because I was homeless. And so our initial initiative was 10% of the profits to go to the National Coalition for the Homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of how it, you know, it was like, I wanted to do something fun that used, utilized my talents, but at the same time gave back. Cool. So what was the first line about? It was about, so it was the just sort of just be, be loving, be kind, be giving. That's how it started. Be like, just be, and then like, be yourself. Um, that was sort of the beginning of the brand. And then it's evolved a little bit more into like we have a um, RBG shirt, right? Ruth Bader Ginsburg shirt and it's justice. So we're focusing on gangsters, you know, within society. RBG was a good gangster. Oh, nearly went off. And there we go. Um, so RBG, and you're gonna have to forgive me because I don't know what the initials stand for. What, RBG? Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I needed context. Okay. That's okay. So, oh, that's right. That's the title of the book about her. Duh. All right. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg was certainly someone who was willing to be different. Yeah. And because she was a good gangster. So yeah, there we go. Okay. So now we have an emblem for those of my generation of what a good gangster is. Yeah. And, and there were certainly people who would have labeled her that. Um, the shift from the just be, just be loving, just be, that very soft, gentle, kind approach to good gangsta. Well, that's, that was the beginning. That was the- Cause a, that's a significant shift. Well, no, the, so the be, the be loving, be kind, it still had an urban feel to it. Like the, the sleeves of our sweatshirt have our logo on it. And then there's a, there's a, there's a shirt that is tie dye, but it says do good, be good, which is, you know, part of our tagline. Um, yeah, it's changed a little bit, you know, every season there's like a little edge and this is all new. I mean, this is like this year, right? Essentially we started this this year. Well, I think that the legends that are being born inside the COVID cocoon are starting to show up because this is a time that is giving birth to a lot of movements. It gave birth to this movement on suicide prevention, especially teen suicide prevention. It has given birth to the good gangsta movement. There was a moment where you went from the just be to good gangsta. No, it was it could just be as under good gangsta. It's it was a product line that it was like the first oh. thing we did. Yeah, it wasn't a separate line. It wasn't a separate brand. It was a line under the brand, and it's still there. It's still okay. on the because so so good gangsta was born on the side of the uh, ball field. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I just was misunderstood. Yeah, you know? and and it sort of it makes sense that good gangsta had been born on the side of a ball field. 
Um, you don't know where creativity is going to come from or who it's going to be in relationship with. And the um, journey of the person who you were talking to and who you created the initial concept with and who stepped away and the fact that someone stepping away did not end the story. There are so many times in our lives where one person stepping away can end a saga of what could have been. And if it calls to someone's heart, Lisa, you are such a shining example of not letting go of something that called your heart and that you put your intention on. You know, the reality is that the attitude of the intention is, hey, we can all go to victimhood. It is a neighborhood that some of us have been invited to live our lives in. I swam in it for years. Just ask any of my friends and family. They will tell you, oh my God, thank God she left that hood, right? It's like, I, I lived in it. I, I, I was a walking wounded. I really was. So coming out of seeing yourself as wounded and now to seeing yourself as on purpose and living with intention, this is the journey that if we can give people the breadcrumbs to take them on this journey, it will change the world, Lisa. So that's why I was like, when you had time and I was like, please come on the show, let's talk about this. Because I think that the willingness at any age to take an attitude, to take the defining things that we've been handed, you know, whether it's I was handed I was handed some definitions of myself. I was raised by a single mother at a time when being raised by a single mother was the same thing as being white trash in a Southern community. And I was raised in small Southern towns and we moved fairly often. And so I was often the new kid in school with a single mama. This was a very defining opportunity for the culture that I was in. And I did not know that I was being defined by the community that I lived in. I just assumed that they knew me better than I knew me. And so what you've created for the community inside the city, for the urban feel, which I think is beautifully done, is so needed because the definitions that they are being handed of themselves is, you know, you live in a hood. And so there's this whole framework of expectations that does not include being good. And right. so you're created a path out for them that the rest of us can follow. You don't have to be a gangsta to get with the program because not only gangsters are not the only ones that live in the hood of victimhood. You know, I lived there growing up in multiple ways. I was invited to stay there through most of my life. And the decision to take control of my energy, of how I show up, of my outfit, if you will. And trust me, that was a decision. Um, anyone who sees a picture of me four years ago 
there are three things you'll notice. One is that I had hair, like out to here and down to there. I had hair. I had granny glasses. I had clothing that was somewhere between the cross of a cowboy and a gypsy. That was how I dressed. We call this hiding in plain sight. I made a statement walking into the room um, and what one of my coaches pointed out to me was the statement was that I had come, come from crazy town. <laughs> and that that was the image I was projecting. Well, I was a very, I was very confused about my place in the world and it showed in my clothing. So taking control of the attitude, the energy, and then taking control of your outfit. How are you showing up? What are you offering people? Because everybody's going to judge us. <laughs> everybody's going to judge. Yeah, I saw this. Okay. I'm just going to warn everybody. If you are ever going to do anything that puts you in the public eye, your tech crew is important because my tech crew is going, I found a picture. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Picture of me back in the day. But the power... Lisa, of what you've created, this pathway for us to come out of victimhood, however we got into that hood. And I'm just going to say, it doesn't matter how you ended up in victimhood. What matters is that you decide it doesn't have to be where you live your entire life. Yeah, absolutely. Lifespan expectations in that hood are pretty short. Mm. And for me, you know, I'm in my mid fifties and I told myself that my best was yet to come. And a lot of people can't wait to retire. And I'm like, if you love what you do, why retire? So, you know, I, I literally had to shift. I had to pivot my attitude. I had to pivot my thinking. I had to pivot how I saw myself in the world because there can be ageism. If you let it, if you allow it, if you think it, then, you know, the whole thing about good gangsta is again, focusing on the positive. There's so much negative, especially now. There's negative with COVID. There's negative with the economy. There's negative with homelessness, but you just, you really have to shift. And again, a lot of people have spoken about this gratitude. What, what is, what do you see that's good, right? Focus on that. Focus on, focus on staying positive, being positive. You know, do, it's, it's challenging. It can be challenging, especially for people that struggle with depression. You know, it's like, getting up, getting out, right? Just, you've got to shift your thinking. What do you see that's good? Yeah. That's really, really a powerful question. What do you see that's good? What do, what did you do today that was good? I'm giving yourself, giving yourself positive feedback, like, you're like, look at, you know, so many people beat themselves up. I, I still challenge, you know, I'm like, you know, love yourself, love your body, love yourself as you are. Look at what you've accomplished in your life, right? No matter what age you are, look at where, you, where you've come from and then where you are. Like pat yourself on the back. Everyone has done good. Every, you know, look at what achievements you've had made or uh, obstacles you've, you know, encountered and, gone over like I still do like I there's there's been walls right but you just gotta okay here's an obstacle but it's a learning opportunity 
you know, and, and there were times when I used to be like, oh my God, I can't do this. Why can't I do this? Berate, berate, berate. And you just have to stop. You did, you're really just like, no more. So the four step path to stop beating yourself up. Step one, do the Lisa. I'm excited. <laughs> Step two, put on an outfit that an excited person would wear. Step three, go create whatever that means to you. And step four, stay curious. Because <laughs> I'll guarantee you one thing, whatever you thought is going to change. Whatever you thought was true is no, not going to be true for long. Because that's the nature of life. So this is a wonderful path out of the hood, Lisa. So I love the question, what do you see that's good? So for everyone who's here and for anyone watching it, go ahead and put in the comments, what do you see right now in your life, in your world, in your day that's good? And add it into the comments. And if you're in the VIP lounge of the Suicide Prevention Show, go ahead and add it in there. We're going to start this thread. What do you see that's good? I think that this is a path out of the hood of victimhood for everyone to focus on what do you see that's good and to give yourself credit for what you did today that was good. Yep. I might have to set an alarm in my phone to go off every hour and go, what did I do in the last hour that was good? Um, that would be that would be an interesting experiment. Hmm. You know, we might have to find a group of teens who would take on that experiment and see what difference it makes in their hood, you know, in their community, in their village and tribe. So we're going we're gonna to be playing with that. All right. Oh, this is, I'm, I'm not even watching the time. I was not even paying attention. So I wanted to make sure that two things. Lisa, if you could wave a magic wand. Wait, I have one. Oh, did you there say magic wand? Because I have one. <laughs> Everyone needs a magic wand. Did you say magic wand? What are we? What are we waving this for? <laughs> what do you want the world to know about the hood? Well, it's not. It's a dark place. Get out of it, and you know. And and we've. I think we've talked about ways that we can get out of it. Right. Shifting from the negative to the positive, right? Just shifting, you, you've got to shift from the negative to positive and it can be baby steps. It, it's not, it, sometimes it, it's not like this. Sometimes it is little steps, right? Be, being kind to yourself, saying good things to yourself, being kind to other people. When, when I was in a place of victimhood, feeling sorry for myself, I would immediately go, who can I serve? How can I serve? And I would reach out to the, um, the, uh, this we here it's called action and it's uh you know i would go out and um deliver food to shut-ins or you know just i would deliver food from the food pantry i'm like okay i've got to get out of this space of poor me you know blah 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 blah, blah. or i'd call someone and tell them how amazing they are or how beautiful they are or how kind they are or how i'm grateful that they're in my life so yeah getting out of the hood is it's like so important it really is I, I, years, I lo lost years of my life sitting in that headspace and, you know, life's too short. I've, you know, you've got to make the shift, make the intention. There's so much out there and we all have our gifts and, you know, finding those gifts, sharing those gifts. That's what it's about. Right. 
And when you're finding your gift, sharing your gifts, owning your gifts, because you can't share what you don't own. And I also realized that there's something else about gangsters. You don't ever find one. There's always a plural. You know, it's always more than one. They they travel together. They're, they're you know, your, your tribe, your group. One of the questions that I just realized that we didn't ask and I'd like to add. The first one was, what do you see that's good? The second one is, what did you do today that's good? And the third one that just came to me is, who can I be good with or for? Absolutely. All right. So now we've got how to get out of the hood. And, oh, we have a gift. All right. So we have a gift. This is all about gangsters. This is all about attitude. And Katie just dropped the link. So this is about gangster flair. And it's talking about your life, even though, you know, I know you're a branding expert and, and you do this for large companies. What gangster flair is really about for me is about life skills. And so, you know, I have, I, I'm thinking well, I'm going to rewrite this when we put it into the show notes and I'm going to rewrite this as, as a gangster flair review. And it's a review of your life and business for to add some gangster flair, because I really think that it's broader than just about branding a business. Lisa. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think it's about removing a brand from your life. You know, redefining things that may have branded you in the past. And I just appreciate so much your willingness to come on the show and share your redefining journey. Because you really have redefined yourself, honey. I totally have. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> and if I can do it, so can you. So can anybody, I swear. <laughs> there we go. All right, so this is the attitude of the day, yo. If I can do it, so can you. There we go. All right. Huh. Lisa, thank you so much. Yay. I still have a tag on. <laughs> <laughs> All the things that you notice and I didn't. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the, the designer in you to notice the details. So here's my detail, hug and heart. Yay. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having me on. I so appreciate it. You're very, very welcome. And for everyone else, stay right there.